How do I find a new job? How can I make a career change? And the biggest question of all, can I really find a career that I love? Hey, my name is Jen Smith, and I believe career success doesn't have to be at the expense of living a radiantly happy and healthy lifestyle. As a former HR leader and recruiter turned career coach, I get what companies are looking for when hiring top talent. What that means for you is an unmatched combination of insider knowledge and the best kept secrets about making heart-based career changes and navigating the ups and downs of job searching in today's world of work. Whether you're a recent graduate navigating the job market for the first time or a seasoned professional ready for a career change, this show is for you. So grab your coffee or your kombucha, pull up a seat and get ready to be challenged and inspired to move beyond your self-doubt and take the right next steps towards landing a career you love. Because you deserve a long, radiantly happy and healthy career. This is the Flourish Careers Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Flourish Careers Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Smith, and I'm here today to kick off a three-part series on the most frequently asked questions I receive about job searching. So special note here that this series is specifically for those who know what they want to do next and are in the process of applying for new roles or getting ready for a job search. This series won't include frequently asked questions about gaining clarity on what's next. So determining what's next is the first step in making a change, and it requires its own dedicated content. We touched on some of this in season one, and I'll link to a few of those episodes in the show notes. And again, we will dive into this topic more in the future, but this series is dedicated to those who know what they want to do next and are in the job search process or getting ready to kick off a job search. So the first frequently asked question I want to talk about, especially since last week we went through a crash course on refreshing your resume, I thought it would be appropriate to follow that with an episode about cover letters. I receive a ton of questions about this topic. I think the reason I get so many questions is mostly because there are a lot of conflicting opinions out there. So in this episode, I'm going to talk through Jen Smith's opinion on cover letters. So this comes from my perspective as a former HR leader, a hiring manager, a recruiter, and now a career coach. The thing is, cover letters have evolved over time. So there are a lot of discussions as to whether anyone reads the cover letter or if it's worth writing one, and of course, how to write one. But when it comes down to it, the intent or the spirit of a cover letter is still very powerful, especially if you're making a change. So from my perspective, if you're super interested in a company or a role, why wouldn't you spend some time writing a note to the hiring manager to introduce yourself and share why you're interested in the job? So with that perspective in mind, today I'm going to walk you through first the goal of your cover letter. We'll talk through some ideas to modernize your approach to sending a cover letter. 
I'll share some thoughts on what to include in your cover letter, especially around the structure. And then we'll wrap up with a handful of quick tips. So I want to start with a scenario and I kind of want to flip the script a little bit here. So pretend you're a team leader or a manager and you have an open position on your team. Of course, as a team leader, you're going to want the best person for the job. So you want to make sure they're going to be a strong values fit with the team. You want them to have related work experience. You're hopeful that they're very dependable and can be counted on to get the job done. So let's say you've posted your open position to a few of the big job boards and you started the advertising process and you've begun to review applications that have come through. So the first person who applies looks like they have the work experience you're looking for, but their application, their resume has three words misspelled, a bunch of grammar errors, and they did not include a cover letter. So they have the experience, but they have misspelled words, grammar issues, and they did not include a cover letter. The second person sends their resume with a cover letter. Their resume indicates that they have some corresponding work experience. It's not perfect. However, they wrote an extremely compelling cover letter explaining their passion for your company. They've highlighted their transferable skills and experiences related to the job that you've posted, and they've emphasized their interest in supporting your team. So out of those two candidates, my guess is that you're going to be more inclined to talk with the second person, even though their work experience isn't perfect. It's the cover letter that set them apart. And I share this scenario because I've been that hiring manager. I tell this story often when people ask me about cover letters. So I was hiring for a role on my team and a candidate submitted their application with a cover letter explaining their interest in the role and told a story about how they would relate their work experience. Again, their work experience wasn't perfect. It was kind of adjacent, but their cover letter explained their passion, their interests, and why they were making this shift. That cover letter got them an interview. So again, if you're interested in a company or a role, spending a bit of time writing a cover letter is worth it. So let's talk about the goal of the cover letter. So the intention of your cover letter is to allow hiring managers to learn more detailed information about you, your accomplishments, and how you are going to benefit the team. It's an opportunity for you to explain why you're making a change and provide a little peek into your personality and, of course, your career history. So depending on your job search strategy, this cover letter could be one of the first impressions a hiring manager has of you, just like the example that I shared. So the goal of your cover letter is quite simple. It's an introduction. So now that you know my opinion on why cover letters are critical and the goal of the cover letter, let's talk about how to modernize your approach to cover letters. So back in the day, cover letters used to be typed out, printed on pretty paper, and mailed in with a resume or an application. 
with everything now being electronic and the fact that we can share information literally with a click of a button, you can do a couple things to modernize your approach to sending cover letters. So the first thing is that also with a click of a button, it's much easier to find out who a hiring manager is. So you can leverage LinkedIn or your network for this. And then you can paste your cover letter content into the body of an email with your resume attached and email it directly to a hiring manager. Now you're probably thinking, but Jen, how do I get an email address? All of those things. It is tricky, but sometimes hiring managers will include their email address on their LinkedIn profile. Or better yet, if you know somebody who works at one of your ideal companies, you can find out who the hiring manager is and ask that person for their email address. There are also some tools out there that you can search for email addresses, which I will put a couple of those tools in the show notes. Another approach, if you don't have the email address or you can't find the email address, if you have LinkedIn Premium, one of the benefits is that you can send a direct message to the hiring manager through LinkedIn and it will land in their email box. So you might consider including your cover letter content in a direct message to the hiring manager that will land in their inbox. If you don't have LinkedIn Premium, you might consider connecting with the hiring manager first and then direct messaging them your cover letter content or ask for their email address and send it directly to them. Of course, you can always attach your cover letter with your resume in an online application. And if you do that, you just want to make sure you pay attention to the application instructions and make sure nothing gets lost in the process. Another way to modernize the intent or the spirit of the cover letter is to turn it into a pitch or a letter of interest. And what this does is it really showcases your curiosity, your enthusiasm about working at one of your top companies. It's a way to get on a company's radar before jobs are ever even advertised. And it's also a great way to impress a hiring manager and help you get noticed. So for example, maybe there's a company out there that you're really excited about, although they don't have any roles on their careers page that are a fit for you or that you're interested in. I will tell you that hiring decisions change all the time inside companies. So you never know when someone gets promoted, someone retires, or they're resigning. And if you want to be proactive and let a hiring manager know you're interested in the company and working on their team, you could convert your cover letter content into a letter of interest. And that's an excellent way to showcase your interest. So not too long ago, I spoke with a friend who leads talent for their company. And he told me that he received a letter of interest from a potential candidate, and he was extremely impressed. He ended up having lunch with that candidate, and it led to an actual job offer a few months later. So a lot of leaders are very good at assessing talent. And when they meet exceptionally capable and smart professionals like you, they figure out a way to bring them into their company. And a letter of interest can help get the ball rolling in those situations. So now that we've talked about the goal of the cover letter and some approaches to modernizing your cover letter, 
let's chat about the content. So specifically what to write. Again, there are a ton of different formats and opinions, but I'm just going to outline some ideas for you. So first, you want to figure out what the organization is looking for in their candidate. If you have a well-written job description, use that to your advantage. So you can pull out two or three skills that you specialize in that are related to the job. And then go ahead and elaborate on different projects or achievements or assignments that you've done in that area. You also want to make note of the language and the keywords that the organization uses to describe the skills and experiences. And then go ahead and mirror that language in your cover letter. So you're already talking the language at the company. The other thing is to notice the company's voice or their tone. So is it a formal company? Is it an informal company? So you want to notice that and then make sure that you're reflecting their tone in your cover letter. So in terms of the structure of a cover letter, first, you want to tell a story. So I always recommend kicking off with a brief but attention-grabbing anecdote displaying your personality. So something that's going to grab a reader's attention. Then you want to craft a narrative about how your experience led you to apply for that job. So you can share details about your current and past experiences and how it directly impacts your ability to be a smashing success in the new organization. Of course, you want to showcase why you want to work for the company. So this is a big one. Employers, they want to know that you're sincere and interested and excited about the job and the responsibilities in the organization. So make sure that that comes across in your cover letter. And then finally, close with a statement about contributing your skills and experiences to their success. So it's not about you. It's about what you're going to do for the team and the company. And then finally, I always recommend inviting a conversation. So you could close out with something simple and polite, like, you know, thank you for your consideration. I look forward to hearing from you and learning more about this op opportunity. So that was a very simple, short, and confident call to action. I see a lot of cover letters that end with, oh, I hope to hear from you or something like that. And I think the confident call to action is much more effective uh, when it comes to leading to a conversation or next steps. Also, in your closing, you could consider including some type of credibility in your signature. So this is if you're emailing or attaching your cover letter, you could link to an article that you're featured in or a workshop you facilitated or anything else that would help build your credibility. So a few more quick tips or FAQs I get about cover letters. So you want to keep it simple and succinct. So three to four paragraphs maximum. Don't regurgitate your resume. Use powerful language and try to mirror the company's language, like I mentioned before. And yes, you must tailor your cover letter to every job you're applying for. Generic cover letters do not cut it. <laughs> So um, the other thing to think about here is if you are emailing your cover letter, you want to think through your subject line. So make sure that you're writing a subject line that's going to allow somebody 
or have somebody be interested in actually clicking the email open. So it's maybe something like, you know, marketing leader with nonprofit expertise interested in helping your team. So something like that, that's not going to be a boring or generic subject line. And then lastly, if you are not using your cover letter content in an email and you are applying in a more traditional way, like through a job board, be sure to save your cover letter with your name. I know this might sound silly to some of you, although I want to highlight the fact that saving your cover letter with your name and your resume for that matter is very important so it doesn't get lost. So recruiters and other hiring professionals are working very quickly. They have multiple positions that they're hiring for. And so if you make it easy as possible for them to find your information, the more likely they are to continue the conversation and keep track of your information. I've also seen a lot of mistakes happen. I've seen files saved with other people's names, like they took their friend's cover letter changed a few things, but forgot to resave it with their own name. I've seen files with a bunch of random letters and numbers. I've seen generic file names like cover letter, marketing leader. None of this is going to be helpful for the person receiving your information. So your name should always be in the file title. So as we wrap up here, in summary, if you are super excited and interested in a company, write a cover letter. Putting in the extra time and effort will help you stand out. Good leaders are always looking for top talent to bring to the team. So even if there isn't a job posted right now, you can use your cover letter content, modernize your approach, turn it into a letter of interest or a pitch document, and email it directly to the hiring manager. When it comes time for writing your cover letter, be sure that you're telling a story. You don't want to just rewrite your resume. Use the space in the cover letter to tell a compelling story and make that reader want to reach out to you for a conversation. At the same time, you want to keep it short and succinct. Be sure that you are following the company's tone. And then lastly, please save your file with your name so it doesn't get lost. I hope this information was helpful. I know cover letters can be a really tough piece of the process. They can be a blocker for a lot of people. So I'm hoping that this can help you get started. And as an added bonus, I have a free gift for you. It's a cover letter checklist, and it includes links to cover letter templates that I reference all the time. So full disclosure, I did not write the templates, but they're really good. And some of them even have specific scenarios and types of organizations and different cover letter templates for those types of organizations. So you definitely want to grab this free gift if you are stuck or getting ready to write a cover letter. So that's all I have for this week. As always, for detailed show notes, you can visit the Flourish Careers blog at flourish.careers blog. I'll be back next week with the second episode in this three-part Frequently Asked Questions series. And as a hint, 
The topic next week is probably something you've thought about at some point in your job search, although perhaps you didn't realize there's an actual strategy associated with it. So thank you so much for tuning in and I'm looking forward to getting back with you next week.